Each week we listen to an album, here's all of mine Just know it's gonna take about three hours of your time To hear us complain or face each other's taste But no matter what, at the end of the day We're just best friends who love different music We are earbuds, earbuds, earbuds This is Earbuds! Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Earbuds. If you're watching this on YouTube, first of all, thank you very much. Please like and subscribe and comment down below. Tell us everything you're thinking about. We want to know, we really do. Good or bad, good or bad. And if you don't want to watch it on YouTube, but you think that's your only option, no, no, no. Find us on all podcast platforms and follow us there. You can download the audio only episodes and listen to them on your way to freaking work, baby. Oh my God. This is Earbuds. This is Earbuds. We're back. You thought we wouldn't be, but we are every week. Yep. We're back. This is the show where I have my music taste. My best buddy over here has his music taste. Peace. And we, of course, form a Venn diagram. There's some stuff in the middle that we both like. Mm-hmm. And then there's all this stuff on the outside. And we're going to see what's out there. And we're going to say, I don't like this. I like this. And then our maybe our Venn diagram, maybe the center will actually grow. Because those things that you like or I like, maybe we'll add them to the center. And the butt cheeks will more and more become just one round butt cheek. And right? hey, I think it has. I think so. I think we're, we're we're morphing into more and more of one kind of a uni butt. Yeah, I think that's. I think our friendship for a long time has been leading towards one uni butt. I was hoping to have like, what's the movie where the guy has a long butt crack? <laughs> Is that like epic movie or superhero yeah, so, movie yeah, or one something? Of those epic I would movie. like, as much as I want to become one uni uni butt, mm-hmm. it would be nice to have a super long butt crack. <laughs> I actually knew a guy that had one of those. <laughs> but that's a story for a different podcast. Yeah, Maybe I'll is... bring that up next week. Sure. But for now, this is Earbuds. Last week, I brought to us the album Plans by Death Cab for Cutie. Yes. A little a little softer side, right? A Joey's little... kind of showing his sentimental sort of softer side. He's like, hey, hey I actually feel a lot of I stuff, too. I actually don't too. show this a lot to people but zip (laughs) (laughs) so i brought that and then landon of course off of that because the kind of what we've been doing so far is we we pull a little something out like oh that song reminded me of this or the name of that song or Mm -hmm. they're from here and so are they and so he said yeah i'm just uh I had an idea for a band I want to play. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with Death Cab for Cutie. No. said so just something I've been listening to. And I was like, that has thrown off. Well, I've been rattled. And I was, I've been rattled even thinking about how to follow this album up because of that. Uh, it has shaken me to my interesting. core. Well, I do have some rationale behind it. Ready? I'd like to hear what that is. And you can, of course, then give your spiel about this band. Plans. Yeah. Kind of the funny sort of thing that uh, what's his name from the what's it called was obsessed with the sort of idea of like plans are made to be broken. The sort of from who who did who said this? <laughs> who, who's uh, plans are made to be broken? No, who no, said that? Uh, Snape. <laughs> <laughs> no, from Death Cab for uh, Cutie. Ben Ben Gibbard. Yes, uh, it's kind of the guy. The idea of that is like the. The plans are what? What's They're the a prayer? Plans. Each plan is a prayer to Father Time. Yes, right. So in that in that respect, I kind of look at that and I I say, 
a plan and then a, a, a common expression too is well of course plans are ma- no. made to be broken rules are made to be broken plans life is what happens when you're, you're busy, busy making, making plans. plans or of course man plans god laughs all of these sort of ideas <laughs> coalesced into me saying you know what i'm flipping the old script on this okay. podcast plans are made to be broken laughed at by god who is me in this mm-hmm. case mm-hmm. And, uh, and frankly, and it was, you know, that's kind of a nostalgic album for you. It's one. Yeah. And I could have, there's a million things I could have like from that era, 2005 era where that I could have said, well, that reminds me of what I was listening to back then. It is a rut that we get, find ourselves in. Is it not? Well, and it's not so much a rut. I mean, that's the idea of the show, right? But I said, not a rut, but it's a, well, who cares? Well, I, in my mind, I said, you know what? I'm just going to. I'm gonna I, stop it. You're right. That's what I mean. Is not a rut in a in a negative way, but no, just that's, we get into the groove of well, I want to talk about this, but when am I gonna get there? Right. And you could just say, well, how about now? How yeah. about right now? And truly, as I said last week, and it was last week. Yes, on our true sponsor, our episode sponsored by Truly. truly. I have I discovered this about a month ago, and you know, full transparency we're recording this not actually a week after the plans episode so i've even been listening to this even more now did you have this record when you brought it up nope did did you order it because you're like we're talking about it on the show i was planning to order it and then it was Bandcamp friday and i was like i see see on the back and then i said uh and then but and then we took long enough and i said perfect Mm. now this is a plan that did work out that's because awesome. I ordered the uh, the the thing for the uh, this is a prayer to Father time that was answered because you have not died in the time of that's right. planning on getting this record and getting it and God only knows you know I mentioned that I was feeling like I was going through a cardiac event a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago so it knows? could have happened who knows but nevertheless he persisted <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I discovered this. Uh, you know, a few months ago at this point now, mm. um, and I'd been listening to it kind of nonstop. Mm. It was just kind of just banging around in my head when I wasn't listening to it. I was like, I got to just kind of want to listen to that again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that also was happening while I was trying to listen to Death Cab for Cutie. I was like, but this freaking jamming, rocking little yeah teenage band is on my mind. Well, that's the problem. I, th- I thought I'm going to bring something here that's, I don't know, and then but then this guy's got got chaos on his mind. So it just it and I, maybe that also affected how I was looking at Death Cab, and I maybe gave that a harsher review than I should have. I don't know. Time will tell. I'd no. like Death Cab. I listened to some other stuff, and I liked it too. It's just I was in a different mindset mm-hmm. back then, you know. Last yeah. week. I think I I had that uh, with maybe back Lady Lamb and stuff. Sure, there's stuff where I go, okay, listen to this and it's good, but I'm like, this is an hour, and (laughs) I'd really like to listen to this other thing. Yeah, and I do, and I listen to both, and it's a job. I mean, this is our job. Yeah, and we love it. We're happy that we have it. We're lucky to have it. Oh, strike and everything. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So, how I discovered geese? How I discovered geese by Landon Sheets. (laughs) I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, How Did This Get Made? Mm. And one of the, if you know the show, 
one of the hosts is Jason Manzukis, a mm-hmm. very funny improv comedian who's been and an actor. He's been in a bunch of shows and movies and all this stuff. But big music fan. He loves music, and he it, it's always mind-boggling what he's listening to. And he did an episode of What's in My Bag with Amoeba mm-hmm. like a few years ago, and it was like just the most eclectic sort of stuff. And I was like, people, you, you sometimes when people say they listen to like sitar music just for fun and stuff, mm-hmm. you're like, I get putting it on just to be like, well, this is kind of interesting, mm-hmm. and then you immediately turn it off. <laughs> But some, well, even John Foreman, who we've talked about, mm-hmm. I watched some thing with him where he was doing, he was on a radio show and they were like, I bet what, it was like some game because everyone has to make a game out of everything. And I was like, I bet my iPad, iPad, <laughs> I bet my iPod has better songs than yours. That's a game? I guess. And so the radio host was playing like Chumbawamba or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then John would put on like a world music. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> indonesian jazz music or something and they're like you really think this is good and he's like i like it they're like i do you but i think they do it's well like (laughs) that thing you're talking about with jason yeah he was all he was very knowledgeable about them and in a way that it didn't seem because there is that what you're saying where it's like people will say they're into it to say they're into it yeah well there's and there's like sort of posture yeah as like, well, actually, I am into everything. Yeah. And this is actually good, and it is obscure. Like, you have to keep getting more obscure. Yeah. There is, yeah, this sort of pretentious aspect of it where people do it for, like, some weird clout. Mm-hmm. There's also a sort of conservative alt-right movement aspect where they're like, well, actually, white people making classical music is the only real music. Right. <laughs> and you're like... So crazy. And I do have the Apple classical music app on my phone. It is not. We got one. (laughs) Oh, that reminds me of something something I need to do on our other show. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well, (laughs) so we'll be right back after this break. (laughs) Okay. Okay, So we're back. back. We're talking about geese. So every, every other week they do. Sometimes they do a little segment where Jason and Paul just talk about stuff they're into. Jason usually has a list of music that he brings. Mm. And even Paul's always like, how do you even find this stuff? Because I listen to it and it's all cool, but it's all like, I don't I don't even know where to begin. Right. Finding. How did you find that? Yeah. yeah. And he is always kind of cagey about where he finds it. And then... But so one of one of the one of the songs he mentioned was um, Cowboy Nudes mm-hmm. that's on this album. And I always look through what he likes because I respect him as, as a comedian and an artist. I just think he's an interesting guy mm-hmm. who was like a like a trained drummer that became a comedian, and he's just got kind of an interesting backstory. Anyway, yeah, enough about Fred Armisen. <laughs> He, so yeah, he said Cowboy News, uh, Geese. So then I looked at that song mm-hmm. and I saw that. Well, first I saw the album cover and I said, well, this is kind of fun and mm-hmm. interesting, isn't it? <laughs> and some of the other music that he picks or suggests, I don't like at all. Mm-hmm. It's not for me mm-hmm. and that's fine. And some stuff is cool. And then I threw this song on and I said, I'm starting this album from the top, baby. I'm giving the I'm giving the geese the full gander if you know what I'm mm-hmm. laying down here because it was such a great song. And you went, full, you went into it. 
And then I've been listening to it nonstop, and then I bought the album. I was going to anyway, but this show uh, helps me. Uh, Prompted it along. It, yeah, it's a, and, you know, Bandcamp Friday. I always like to support the artists. Mm. And here we are. That's okay. it. That's it. That's fine. I had never heard of them. And then you look online at, like, and apparently other people have been loving them for a couple years now. And I'm like, they're sort of underground darlings that have... They're not so underground anymore. Yeah. You're kind of pulling. There's this resurgence of New York, New York rock. Yes. Sort of. Sure. I think. Yep. What do I know? So thanks. <laughs> so I've never heard. I never had never heard of them. Mm -hmm. Their first album came out a couple years ago. This one came out this year. I listened to both of them. I like them both. Yeah. I, uh, May I speak? Please. I I I had seen the first album. I recognized their the cover of Projectors. Mm. And I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the cover or the the name Projectors reminds me of Dirty Projectors, which is another band oh, that I oh, it was yeah. just grimy and you're like, Ugh. Mm. There's something about it. I just it there's so much like you said, a lot of music out there. I just never listened to it. Sure. And it was on something, whatever. But that's literally all I knew. So I was like, I think and then the name Geese obviously is not something that really stuck in my head. I probably didn't even know if the name of the group was Projectors or Geese. Right. It could be both. It could be one or the other. It could be Geese Projectors. Hey, we're that's Projectors. This is our album, Geese. Or we're Geese Projectors. This is our self-titled album. Or God of the Geese, I'm <laughs> taking you down on the inside. Donkey, donkey, so donkey, I didn't really... <laughs> And I, when you picked it, I read the little description. I said, interesting. They're kind of throwing everything in this bag. Yeah, last week you kind of read what it was and you said, And okay. I laughed and shook my said, head and said, all right, we're going down this road. He's like, right? mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, I was just like, hmm. <laughs> uh, so then I put it on and I said, not what I was expecting from Landon. A little chaotic. A little Captain Beefhearty, if I may. Yeah... You may a little bit, but this guy can sing. <laughs> yeah, which is have, have you ever listened to any of the other albums that aren't Big Old Trout Face? <laughs> They're good. Yeah, and you just go, but people like the bad one. People like the one that sounds bad. Yeah, I, don't know. I uh, eventually we'll get to a band that's named after a Captain mm -hmm. Beefheart song, and then I'll pick Captain Beefheart, <laughs> and then. When I discovered that, and I went back and listened to that, the, listened to Captain Beefheart, mm -hmm. then I was like, I don't get it at all. Right. But maybe I need to give it another chance. But he has a better album, I think. Because I've done the same thing where I was like, what is it that people, yeah. is it is it a pretentious thing? Because you can, you can I don't do know. That. You can be like, yeah, it actually is good that the trumpet is bad. <laughs> it's it's good, like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Jack White loves it. Right. right. He's like, I put out a million dollar version of it. Okay. So I, but I got that from, they have an album. Uh, oh God, I can't remember. I'm not, I'm not too well versed in the old captain's songbook. So please forgive me. Safe as milk. That's a, it's a good album. There was also, there's some other older art. That's everything that I took from them. I was, it kind of sounded like Roki Erickson, who's another guy from the sixties and seventies that I was like, it sounds like their influence are older guys, but these guys are 
in their 20s. Yeah, they're all around their 20s. They're from New York City. It's, I don't know. I, when I look up like artists like this, I don't really know any of the other artists. Right. They come up as sort of in their group. So I'm like, I'm, am I getting older? What's going on here? Yeah. Some of them I've listened to, like Black Midi was a band that came up. And I'm like, right. I think I just don't listen to a lot of stuff that's in this area. But yeah. I also don't think they sound like any of those bands. No. I was like, it's kind of like that. Like their first album, I was like, it kind of sounds like they probably listened to the shin, the the Strokes. Sure. Because they're also from New York. I went back and listened to the Strokes and fell asleep. <laughs> and then went back to this. And woke up. And woke up. Because <laughs> you can't. They're, they're screaming. Everyone's screaming. There's a the lot time. to digest on this album. <laughs> um, my first take, and then we'll get into the album, of course, the song by song. But overall, cheers. I like the album. Uh, what I had a trouble with, just what I had a trouble with, okay, was that now that I listen, I listen to it more. I'm like, oh, I know where the song's going, but it it is one of those albums that there's so much going on that it's like, I can't follow this. I don't know what any of the song names are. <laughs> yeah. When I when I see Cowboy Nudes come up, like you said, mm-hmm. I don't remember what that song is. Okay. I don't know what it sounds like. Sure. When we get to it, I'll know what it is. Yep. And I know the songs, but. And I, when we get to a, there's like pockets in songs where I'm like, oh, this is the song that has this yeah. part in it. Cause they're, it's, they're jamming the whole time. And I watch. Well, and don't say that. They'll get pretty mad if you call them a jam, a jam band. band. Well, they're not a jam band. Okay. But they, they are, they are jamming. They are jamming. That I watched that their something, something they did live. Okay. Like Spotify. I don't know. They did some live thing and everyone was mad about the mix whatever he didn't have any back they're like he needs his background singers give him oh, his background yeah, singers yeah, yeah. shut up well that is a lot of the live stuff is because projectors didn't have that but no. this album has this is different than project the first one yeah, yeah. i listened to some of the first album too yeah and uh to cha- to break my own plans but i was like i want to listen to it i want to sure. know what it sounds like because i know this one sort of they they pivoted it's a, a departure yes so, but yeah, this has a lot of that like soul, like rock yeah. influence. Which, and there's the the background singers and which adds a lot. And I think that's one thing that like their live stuff that I've watched, it does suffer from that because some of these songs are so full with mm-hmm. the the backup and like singing. horns and all this stuff yeah. that might not be And it's just like like it the songs still hold up live, mm-hmm. but you're just like, God, I need that. It's a studio album yeah. that I think if they get bigger and can do that stuff. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like with yeah. more people. Yeah. And like you said, with their first album, because they're so young now, even they're still finding whatever. Yeah. But they are. I, I think it because it sounds kind of country and stuff. Like there's a thick country influence, like country rock. Mm-hmm. Kind like I know that people might not even agree with that. They don't, but there is that influence. But because they're from New York City, there's also this sort of like they're okay to be weird. It's like the way he's singing. I don't think yeah. other people would be like, "Well, I'm not going to do that." Right? Like I'm not going to make my voice this kind of weird instrument. Right? Which is what it is. Mm. So, well, it's it's inter- it's it's country by way of someone who's spent their entire life in New York City. Right? Which is. Because that's what's interesting about it to me. 3D country. That's, I mean, and cowboy, like talking about cowboys and being a cowboy. Right. And so they're they're like telling stories that I don't 
they're not actually related to them, but yeah. they're also a lot of just more metaphorical. Yeah. And it's not even like he's telling a story. Yeah. It's just like ref like referencing being a cowboy as sort of a I don't it, know. it's kind of the it's and we'll get into it, I'm sure, when we go song by song. But it's just it's sort of the I like it because it it's a young person, young people channeling their sort of frustrations and anger with Americana through like just loud and chaotic sort of sounds. But mm-hmm. also it's not just chaos for chaos sake. Sure. These songs are m- melodic and like interesting in mm-hmm. a way that's not annoying to me anyway. Right. Um, <laughs> well, except some stuff, you know, we'll get some to. stuff that I think I like <laughs> <laughs> some, some stuff where you're like, God, I could show this to, I could show this to my wife's dad. And he mm. would say, as all of the YouTube comments say on every video, the kids are all right. They're, they're still making, the kids are still making good music. And then they get, and to then a, you get to the end of a song and it's people screaming noise. for an hour or for a minute. And you're like, well, now I can't like just, an hour. I can't put this on at Thanksgiving now. But I think, I think for this band, I think there is with the newer stuff that I've been listening to too, it's sort of becoming, people can easily listen to much more music. There's not so much like, yeah, I only listen to metal. Mm. Like I also listen to this stuff and people are more comfortable bringing all those elements together and just being like, well, this is what the song is. Mm -hmm. This is what the band is. Sometimes we're doing this in a song and that that's how we, I don't know, like articulate this part. And it doesn't need to be like, well, you guys are a metal band or you're a country band. It's like, here's what we like and bring it all together in a way that's sort of like, you know, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, you know, that band. That's yeah. That's a big influence, they say. Big influence, but the thing with that band, I think, is they have, like, I don't even know what it is. I think they're up to 23 albums at this point. Sure. They put out roughly two albums a year. Sure. And some of them I can't stand. Sure. And I've listened to some that I like. and But they usually take an idea when they're like, this is a thrash record. This is a hippie record. Mm -hmm. And that's what all those songs are. Yeah. This is sort of like taking that and putting it in a blender, which I like. So do we do the things now? Let's get into it. Okay. This Hell, I don't care. is uh, Geese with the album, did we say, 3D Country? 3D Country is the album. The album is 3D Country, and this song is called 2122 or 2122. I think that's probably it. Oh, okay. God of the sun, I'm ticking you down on the inside. When the Kalayuga comes and closes my eyes, and we can die by the aircraft. What? Osiris <laughs> of my life, I'm giving you the runaround. When the Ragnarok comes down and the sun and moon collide. Can make love in the end time. <laughs> Media of 
I'm trying to find the downside. It's also one of those where you, every song has like eight little pieces to it. Yeah. If we played the whole song, you'd hear three different songs, three or four different songs, yeah. basically. I like the Dennis Miller sort of <laughs> voodoo ballerama Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of just reference for reference sake. There's a lot like Dennis Miller <laughs> going on. <laughs> This is where I kind of thought in me in me head sure. was like Captain Beefheart, Roki. These sort of I don't know. They're all sort of non sequitur, and I get there's almost like the most abstract idea of maybe what he's getting at in the song. Mm-hmm. There's some cinnamon in there. I know it was all at the bottom. Yeah, I mean I tasted it throughout, but yeah, that final drink was well, a doozy. People don't know what <laughs> we're talking about. Yeah, I'd, it gets thick at the end. Yeah, sort of like something else. So, there we go. I need to crack open another. Good uh, good opening song to the album, I think, to give give a good idea about what's to come. I love this song. I love... I, it's just... You, you've never heard something like that. What I had <laughs> to learn throughout the album was that, as much as I like lyrics, there are albums where... You don't need them. I don't need them. That's why his voice is the instrument and you're getting the glimpses and usually in some sort of chorus or repeated line or bridge, you'll get an idea of the song that's a little. Yeah. But it's like, does, do you think he even has? Cause I, I, there, I feel like there are different camps where people are like, yes, I know why I put all of these lines in there. And then there's some people that probably. They write it and he just writes it and he's like, this is what's coming out and these are the references or the things I have. And then you ask him five years later, yeah. so why did you write that? And it's just like, I think it sounded. Cool. I was getting at this <laughs> and it sounded cool. Yeah. Uh, I think, well, from what I read, he wanted the song to open on a vocal line. Mm-hmm. And it does. And it certainly does. And he thought of the line god of the sun i'm taking you down on the inside and said that's cool and i agree Mm -hmm. it's pretty sweet and then they built the song around that he said Mm -hmm. so i don't (laughs) i don't know also this the sort of idea of the album apparently is which i think we get i mean this throughout throughout and certainly this song makes sense kind of knowing that and it's one of those where you like you hear that and then you say, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. everything makes sense." He, the the sort of vision or the 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 through line of the album is a cowboy taking psychedelic drugs in the post apocalyptic wasteland of America. Okay, <laughs> and and watching and With kind that. of watching his life have no meaning anymore mm-hmm. and enjoying the end times mm-hmm. with his psychedelic drugs 
taking over his head. I wish I would have read that. I really didn't do any. Hey, no matter. Looking into it, and I just said I'm just gonna take this for what it is and see. Yeah, I, I mean like, that's I. I spent two months listening to it without. I'm sure a lot of people don't it, care. Researching yeah, of course. I like this part. I'm looking for a place in my life, looking for a place in my life, and I'm looking for a place in my life, and I'm looking for a place in my life, baby. And he gets into it again. There's a little, uh, yeah, the banjo that comes in. Imagine if the Rolling Stones wrote this back in the fucking 30s. <laughs> this is where I have to turn, turn the, it off. Turn lower the, the volume. Go to the next song in the car when I'm driving around with <laughs> my wife listening to it. Say, All right, I know. I like that part. It's cool. I, I, I don't mind it. I just, it's, it makes it. Some people it stresses them out. You put, yeah. It, and it does. It goes on maybe a hair. Well, if you're too looking long. for like parking, <laughs> yeah. And no. it's like there's a farmer's market and everyone's <laughs> downtown and it's just like. Yeah. Is someone behind me? <laughs> you almost fucking hit that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's just going and going. How old are they? Like 21. That's depressing for us. Yeah. Well, the the first album, they were teenagers when they mm-hmm. made it. And then it sat for a couple years, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then... We can't put this out, baby. <laughs> and then... And then uh, I guess they released a song. Like a, their first single was like a seven-minute... <laughs> they're just kind of that type of group, you know, where they're yeah, like, we York, don't care, baby. man. We do whatever. And then... Well, that's also their what record music li- is now. Yeah. Well... I think this is the antithesis of what, well, at least popular music is, I guess. Right, but I mean, it's I mean, with these new, it's like people going like, well, what is? Do we need to do an album? I know what well, is that? that? Like, what is? This is an, an antithesis of what's popular, but like, this will probably become popular. I can see kids listening to this, and yeah, then for sure, ten years from now, being like, this was my favorite band. Yeah. Absolutely. Like if I found this when I was 10 or whatever, I'd be like, what is going on here? Yeah. Well, that's, it's kind of interesting as an, now an older person. Yeah. (laughs) To be on the ground floor of, you know, when it's happening to you and you're growing up with a band that then becomes a big band. You don't see it. You don't see it Mm -hmm. for what it is, but now you're kind of like, oh yeah, this definitely has the, because it, their second album is this. Mm-hmm. Who knows what happens? Have you, you know, listened to they... any of their new EP as well? Not 4D yet. Country? Not yet. I listened to, was it Jesse, I think, is on there? Oh, I did listen to that. Yeah. I think that's all that might be out right now. Oh, okay. But a shorter yeah, song, but I don't know if it's from the same sessions, but that was in one of their live settings too, so I listened to that, and yeah, pretty good. So I think too, and it's the sort of apocalyptic aspect is something that it seems like Bands are kind of, I can think of a few that their first couple albums are like, 
about <laughs> apocalypse stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of, you know, you grow up and you're not as angry about everything. Mm-hmm. Or stuff starts to be in perspective a little more. And then you go back to the apocalypse stuff mm-hmm. because you're like, actually, I am mad. I'm still angry and nothing's changed. <laughs> but I don't know, just, I, yeah, I think, I think they're, I think they're cool. I think this is like a, I think it, it's punk music. I think they're a punk band. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. kind of the main way I'd put it. Cause they're, that's what that was, you know, when people started doing punk music. Sure. It was different and kind of, uh, I don't know, controversial, but like in your face and sort of yeah. abrasive. And I think that's what they're doing here. Yeah. In a new way. But I think so. it's also, I don't know. One, I'm glad that people are still making albums. Mm-hmm. I like that there is a through line to this. Yeah. Like it feels of a piece. It doesn't sound like the one that came before it, but it still sounds like the same band. I like all of that stuff. It, the album is still, I'm tired of the EPs. Mm-hmm. I don't want any EP. Give me a full album. Mm-hmm. I like that. I read in an interview that he already regrets going so far into the cowboy iconography and stuff. He's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have pushed that so hard, Mm -hmm. but oh well, because they are sick of hearing like they're like a country jam band Mm -hmm. because it's obviously not true, but people just don't know how to categorize them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, they do kind of bring it on themselves. 3D yeah, country, <laughs> yeah. like cowboy, all this, the, the thing on the back is wearing a cowboy hat. It's there's, true. There's country music sort of sprinkled throughout. Yeah. But like there's another band from uh, New York or from Brooklyn called Show Me the Body that they're sort of categorized as as banjo punk music. And that they sounds- kind of do that as well. That, that That was another band that this reminded me of. And they sort of do that. And it's like, it's not country music, but there's that influence, but it's the sound of the instruments. What they're singing about doesn't really, it's not about that. Mm-hmm. So to categorize that is sort of weird because they're also putting on a thing. We know they're not right. playing country music. Yeah, of course. It's like all show. That's it, a, it's like a new band, but they're, they also seem like a classic rock band. It's just yeah. so weird. There's a lot going on. Yeah. And I can't stand it. <laughs> Oh, and the other thing he said, too, and then we'll just get to the music. Yeah. But there's one other thing that was yeah. interesting. Uh, regarding his vocal affectation mm-hmm. and, and the way he uses his voice, he said he was annoyed with, which I think I've said here, too. I just like these guys, <laughs> these people. But he was he's sick of the sort of... Uh, talk singing mm-hmm. that a lot of his, his contemporaries utilize so he wanted to push it as far in the other direction as possible to the point of like he knows that no one would or should kind of do what he's doing mm-hmm. on this album but i think that's what makes it cool and also they're just having fun like yeah. it lyrically it's fun some mm-hmm. of this stuff maybe it doesn't make sense some of it's cool Mm-hmm. Like even in this song, we can die by the whatever that that first line that you were like, what the heck? <laughs> and we we can die by the equine. Yeah, my, when the Kali Yuga comes and closes my eyes, and we can die by the equine. Mm-hmm. 
it it puts an image in your head. I don't mm-hmm. know what, mm-hmm. but it's cool. But also, it's just kind of fun, isn't it? But I think that tied with the voice and how he's doing mm-hmm. all that stuff, you people can understand what's going like that they are having fun and that like that's yeah. that's a rock band to me that's yeah. like rock and roll music Hell yeah, or punk brother. music where it's like he sounds good when he sings yeah but he's also doing a voice that we know is put on yeah and not in a way like you're saying like that or even when you've got like pop singers clearly doing a fake like a voice that isn't theirs to sound right. popular yeah and then he goes really far into screaming and it just like is all over the place. Yeah. So, well, I think we've talked about too, maybe, well, maybe I shouldn't say (laughs) some artists affect their voice (laughs) in a way that, you know, is uh, uh, inauthentic or they will like sort of, yeah, present themselves as something that they're not, which I think the, this band is doing, they're presenting themselves as something they're not. But they are. But they are that. They're too. weirdos. They're kind of weirdos, and the the music speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Like the music still feels authentic. Mm-hmm. It's it's authentically sort of at, at at once goofy, but also like very big and like in 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 certain places sappy and kind of like there's love songs on mm-hmm. here. There's there is even in this song a like I'm losing all faith in my life as I wait for the bright light or mm-hmm. whatever. There are still these sort of strands of looking at the bigger picture as we love to do on this show. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but I just it feels it feels entirely authentic here where it doesn't other places. Yeah, I, I could name some artists, but I won't. Well, I got a question, but I'm going to first we're going to head to this is, um, of course, the rural version of diners, drive ins and dives, which we also call 3D country. (laughs) Since I was born, I've heard the voice of the father goes in the one ear. Do I need to have <laughs> dictionary open the whole time I listen to this album? Come on, just let it go, baby. Why? I just love that. <laughs>
What? <laughs> okay, so my question is, and you might not know. I like in the the other ver uh, the next chorus when he says, "What I saw could make a dead man die." That's just funny. It's funny that they're 20. <laughs> it's impossible, really. Because it is so much of like an act of... None of this relates to their life, as far <laughs> as I can tell. No. And I don't know how they write it. So my question for you, and riddle me this, or for viewers, or we can get into this. There, how many people are in this band? Like four or five, maybe? I think five, yeah. Okay, so are they friends? Like, I just... There are bands where I'm like, I get it. They all like this type of music, and the guy can do that on the guitar and what, like. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got bands that like we love, and it's like how. But like I think that about every band. Sure. Where it's like, how are they ten albums in, and they just did the best album they've ever done? Mm. Like, how do they just have these ideas now, and they all work together? Right. But like You're this, me. Yes, which is a every band. Um, how does that work? Well, with uh, Aerosmith, uh, <laughs> like ten albums in, they had the their best album. Yeah, of course. With whatever Jupiter's tear holes, Armor, uh, the Armageddon soundtrack. Like, how do these guys this age? <clears throat> when it's something so specific like this, yeah, it's not just it like it seems so fully formed, and yeah, and and unique to them. Yeah, it's fully formed and just specific, and it's like. How do you know the bass player you ask to be in your band a doesn't hate what you're doing and can also like play with you right. or like that your two guitar players are going to work so well together at this thing right and also to have then your singer is also writing to that music in sort of this almost just playing off everything like filling the spaces with sound yeah that become words I'm sure when he's writing he's just like they have just like the weirdest rough scratch track and then he finds like the words and the story to fit in there could be like i can imagine something but it's like i'm sure because that's why i'm like they are kind of a jam band where something's coming together out of this and but like someone has to have a very specific they all need to kind of sound of one together in this project Mm -hmm. and we all need to be on the same page sure and we're all 21. Oh. And this is a, I just, it's well crazy. Yeah. I, their, their backstory is that two or three of them have known each other since kindergarten, which is crazy. But then they all do this. Yeah. Like I get when a band's like, we're a punk <laughs> band. So like we know some power chords and right. Then we'll, we'll, we'll learn to get like, then bands get better because they're still learning their instruments and stuff. The other two they met in high school but they all went through various forms of school of rock which is real yeah we have one here it's yeah. every time i see that i'm like that's oh. not real i said is he in there <laughs> uh i am really ticked off <laughs> but they are which is funny because did that come from the movie right i don't know <laughs> I, I i i've looked it up maybe 20 times in my life <laughs> And I can't figure because they'll play shows like the school of rock will like play at a 
concert or something. Right. I don't. I don't know. Like the movie. We could look it up, but who cares? Who cares? All I. All I'm saying. Okay. Is, so they. So they have training though. Like. Yeah. For, since they were. Since I was born, I had a little bit of training. Jack Black told me to ding dong my dang, and I mean that's the kind of stuff this guy writes. Yeah. So they. They've all been trained on their respective instruments. And they all had sort of the went through that mm-hmm. of like playing with a bunch of other people, figuring stuff out. And then they all found each other in high school and were like, well, I think maybe we're done doing the the training stuff mm-hmm. because we they said that they uh, just were at practice for that mm-hmm. writing what will become geese songs mm-hmm. so they're like well i think i think we've graduated hey if that's not a if that's not a good commercial for the success of school of rock yeah. for all the parents out there like my parents in particular if you would have just let me <laughs> take some lessons and school of rock is probably the best movie ever made <laughs> so if if that's true that the school of rocks mm-hmm. The schools of rock that pop up now mm-hmm. in every city were are based on the movie. I yeah. don't know. That's cool. Yeah. I think it's cool that they cover Legend of the Rent on here. <laughs> uh, think about like School of Rock led to White Lotus and Geese. <laughs> yeah. If I, you told me that one out, that's the that's the thing we're talking about, getting in on the ground floor. That's right. If we were older when School of Rock came out, we would have been like, this changes everything. But we simply just had the VHS. There was a summer that my brother and I watched School of Rock literally every day. That's messed up. It's a great movie. We loved it. Yeah. And I still love it. And you can't, you if you're out there and you're like, really a silly Jack Black comedy. But it's by one of your favorite directors ever because yeah. you're an artsy fartsy bastard. Think about that. So actually, it's it actually is high art because one of your favorite little artsy fartsy directors did it yeah i like half baked i call that high art hey. <laughs> so, so you like that song i like that song yeah it's a good one um that one's always stuck in my head yeah you gave up on love and i gave up on light <laughs> i do that in my sleep yeah but i did uh when you were asleep i went in your uh <laughs> <laughs> i went into your closet and i found a lot of pictures that you have in there which a lot of them are cowboy nudes Mm. which there's nothing wrong with that no it's a lot of the naked cowboy from central park or sorry from times square (laughs) i didn't mean you don't know new york i want to sing like this guy i want to i wish i could do anything as cool as these 20 year old children What does that mean? I love it.
goes out. <laughs> I love they got the Sandman. Yeah, that's funny. Really doubling down on that on that cowboy stuff. Guys, <laughs> uh, anything moving fell in love with a tumbleweed. That's just awesome. This is a good song. This is stuck in my head all the time uh-huh. too. And this was this was the first song. This is the one Jason yes, okay. said is great. I listened to it. and I said, "Now, yeah, imagine this was your first mm-hmm. introduction. Wouldn't you?" seek out the rest of their stuff yeah i would have checked it out it's a great song it's also probably their most maybe their most uh kind of normal song except for the minute in the middle where Mm -hmm. they're saying new york city underwater and bongos are playing (laughs) (laughs) but even the opening guitar part is like oh this is just kind of a normal like a just like a cool little rock song yeah. That you would hear on the radio, like, ding, 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 ding. and then it just kind of kicks in. And you're like, yeah, this is cool. And then nice chorus with the backing vocals. You're like, oh, this is this is soulful. This is awesome. And then they slap you across the face with a little, a little drum breakdown, which is awesome. Great drummer. Great mm-hmm. sound. Yeah, I love this stuff. Yeah, not much to say about this one. Outside of what you said, but like you said, if this was a kind of a rock song on the on the radio, on sort of an oldies channel even, like, mm. oh, it's that Be My Warrior song. Yeah. It's like that catchy, it's sort of a timeless, Is that what does that mean? Does it mean anything? Does it matter? What, you know? Yeah. It could mean, it could mean a million different Baby, things. Maybe kick off your it? pants for living in the future. There's That's no just need awesome. to do the dance anymore. Okay. <laughs> It's just awesome. You got anything else to say? Uh, let's see. Is this the one? No. Morning Aha. of my, morning of my execution. Backstroke the holy baronka. Bar, baronka. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Ah, uh, New York City underwater. Yeah. Uh, ba, ba, ba. kind of about global warming. That's. <laughs> I. I read a review of that one that was like. A very, very charitable reading of the lyrics will let you think that it's about global warming. (laughs) And I kind of agree with that. And I think it was the same review that was like, if any of your smart art rock head Mm -hmm. friends say that it sounds like one of the bands, whatever band they say, they're probably right. It probably does sound like that. Which is, I think, good, and it's kind of what we're getting at mm-hmm. this whole time, because you do hear a lot of different sort of influences or different sounds. But uh, which isn't to say that they're no, it's even, not a bad thing. No, but I don't even know if that means they're directly influenced by those bands. No, it's, it's just, just like here's what my reference point is. Yeah, because it, it is kind of like the prog, proggy '70s stuff too. Some yeah. sometimes where you're like, um, I played a Rush uh, pinball machine this weekend. Cool. 
So, and when you actually, when you play pinball, cause there's like a little piece of plastic on the top of it, um, that covers where the ball's bouncing around. You can kind of see a reflection and you're like, Oh, I see myself. Okay. This is when you hit, this is when you've just after you've toked, this is when you hear. Even more than the last one. Yeah, this is the this is the straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Go to the verse three where they say we could live in the sea just you and me. Yeah, I was just about to do that. No, he wasn't. Look at him. He's lying. Look me in the eye. Uh, and then. I just, the fish in between, there's so many uh, bands we've listened to that have mentioned uh, fish in the sea, uh, the fish being empty or or uh, or not. The fish is empty. What? Well, guys, that's been our episode. <laughs> What's the me without you? Well, the fish is... In a certain sense, no. The fish is in the sea, while in the while the sea is in a certain sense, sense contained within the, the fish. fish. Right. Well, what am I to think? But the writings of a thousand lifetimes cannot be contained. Well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that just reminded me of that. I like to uh, shut up. Swallowed as fish. <laughs> shut. That I'm glad Sh- that reminded you of that. I have to call. Shut. God, <sighs> turn it off. I see myself. No, it is. I think a problem I have with this is that you have the two catchiest songs right back to back. Landon, I didn't want to hurt your stupid ass feelings, <laughs> but this is it's a f- uh, it's a good song. But when everything else is so, um, what what it is? Stick with me here. The just. Sort of the I see myself in you. I'm like a little, a little plain, but I like the groove. Like that's the thing. I'll listen to the song. I see. It's just like, you know, you're. This is stuck in my head all the time. Yeah, it's not. It's not a bad song. 
but it is just more one of the more simpler songs on the album. Yeah, this is more the most radio ready program mm-hmm. if you had to pick one. But of course, there is the kind of the weird part in the middle where they're like, and then at the end where they're like, in my mind. You could do the radio edit. Yeah, we cut that stuff. You out. just cut it, and it's just him saying, "I see myself in you," you know. Whatever. <laughs> I just mean uh, this is a good song. I would have put maybe this later in the album mm-hmm. just to make because it is also kind of the same thing where be my warrior with the yeah. backing vocals and then it's like I see myself in you mm-hmm. with the backing vocals. You're like same thing. Two great songs taste great don't... together, but would taste better if yeah. there was if there's a little distance between them because later. After there's a like a seven or eight minute song. Well, uh, right now actually, <laughs> seven minutes exactly. Yeah, where which is kind of this sort of epic coming in and out of these different m- movements of uh, just in your face guitar rock and roll crap, which is awesome. But crap, I think maybe having that as a little buffer, and then you have the seven minute rock and roll and then you come back into the jimmy buffett yeah sort of (laughs) in a good way let's call him you can probably call him i like to think about resequencing oh but when i want to do it it's a big deal what when i want to resequence no it's not we take this off the album you're like what are you talking about no I agree. Let's go. Everyone go back and listen to those albums. I think. Which we're, ones? I think we're just hearing two sides of a two two different stories here. We we both been doing it the whole time. <laughs> I don't know, man. Which ones? I saw this shirt yesterday. Can I? And it just uh, hold on a second. I saw the shirt yesterday. And it said, it said, I'm not gaslighting. It said, gaslighting doesn't exist. You're just crazy. And that's like. How many layers? That that is a that joke is so many layers deep, you know. Yeah, it's such a funny shirt to wear out. <laughs> and I mean, by wear it out, I mean it's such a funny shirt to wear out. Like, to yeah, wear so much that it just falls apart. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Anyways, yeah, we haven't been doing that. So, um, you know, when you go to like, where's um, you uh, know what? Hmm. So you go ahead, actually. Baltimore, mm-hmm. how they say what you wear under your clothes. Mm-hmm. Under. Okay, I have one. Okay. Remember in uh, Captain America mm-hmm. Civil War, mm-hmm. the Avengers movie? Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony Stark calls in Spider Man. Yeah. And he famously says, Under. <laughs> <laughs> Says underoos. Calls him underoos because he wears pajamas. <laughs> kind of sounds like undoer. Underer. Undoer. 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 This song's called Undoer. On K-H-F-K. Dot com. I was adding that, so. This song started with just the bass line. Oh, you gotta. And they and they built it around that. He's like, I got something, guys. 
cool. Feeding the poor, burning it all, love, it was all you, it was all you. In the meteor falls, I will be with my own. I'll be eating them all, eating them all. Undoer 444. <laughs> Here we go. You like this stuff. Yeah. Do you actually yeah. say that? I do like this part. It's just noise. Yeah. I mean, it's not like. Like you if the album was just this, I'd buy it. Well, I don't know. There's some <laughs> stuff I listen to that's kind of like this, but there's still a song to it. I think this much of it at the end of the song is yeah. fun. I like it going right into this. Yeah. It's just like a little ding, 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 ding. I'd, I'd take that over the, the tape loop from the, uh, the other album we listened to. What song was that? What album was that? Who was that? John Van Dusen. Oh, the little tape the little loop thing. Fifteen seconds. Yeah, I'd rather have that. That's insane to than me. the tape loop thing. You can skip the tape. Lo- I mean, I guess you can skip that too. But I'll skip the tape loop. I just want that more. I like that how it goes into chaos and it's like ah, and then goes right into the song, like you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I don't dislike it. It's just, but I like that, especially at the end of the lo- like a seven minute song that has all these parts. Yeah, it's just fun. It's not like heavy music. It's fun. It's just fun. I like that that happens. And that's all I can really say about it. Right. I like that song. It just, there's not much going I on with the, the lyrics. Song. Yeah. I mean, and everything he sings is so kind of spaced out. So like you can yeah. read the lyrics and it's like, oh, there's a little thing. But it takes him fuck, you know, five minutes to say it. Right. Um, <laughs> like that yeah and i was healing the war you're like okay i didn't know that 
So what do you think about Undoer? I like it. I, I like, like it a it. lot. Because it's not, you're not throwing a bunch of words in either where you're like, what is all this? Either they're just like, it's cool. It's one of those songs where if you were walking by at a festival and mm-hmm. you saw a band rocking out to that, you'd stick around. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I like when it goes back into <laughs> it was. <laughs> and he is saying stop at the end, too. He's saying stop, stop, which is funny. <laughs> I just don't know how you put a song like that together where they're all like, yeah, then we should do that at the end. Because there's one guy like Landon that's like, really? Because <laughs> my grandpa's going to listen to this when he's in the car with me and I have to skip the song. I have to skip the end of the song quick. No, I, I like I like the fact that it's at the end because you can't <laughs> skip it. I like that song. No, it's just... I think there are people, older generations of people, that would like this. That would like this music because it does. It's like it's like Zeppelin mm-hmm. or whatever the hell your stupid brain thinks of. What do we? <laughs> call, we you're kind of like a boomer licker. Yeah, you're always looking out for. <laughs> well, no, because the greatest generation. <laughs> I want to lick the booms <laughs> of the boomers, but. I get what you're saying. You know, you uh, sometimes you want to show something like, like mm-hmm. just and not even like, hey, I think you'd like this. Just kind of have it on in the background. I do, I have that. I mean, I was driving I do that with sometimes. someone at work the other day I had to drive them somewhere, and I was like, I don't even know what to put because I usually have my my phone or something just on like sure. shuffle, sure through whatever I like, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't do you, that. He won't even play the hard stuff when I'm in no, the car. With I just he don't skips wanna. stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, hey, you can do that. Well, now we're going to have to eventually on this show. Yeah, we're going to be skipping through a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'll play the first second. Back. Okay, so. <laughs> no, but, it's, you know, when you're yeah, talking. You... But it's different when, when I'm in the car with the, I guess, my, what show are we doing? My girlfriend. Yes. She doesn't care, really. There's some stuff where it's like, okay, I it is a little stressful. We're in rush hour traffic. But for the most part, it's like, we'll just listen to whatever. Yeah. We kind of have the same taste, luckily. Mm-hmm. And so whatever comes on is fine. But if it is like an older person at work, I'm like, I don't even know. If, I don't know. Like, I don't want them to be yeah, annoyed. You don't wanna, or, yeah. But then, like, I was talking at work today about a rave with someone. And cool. then someone else came on to. It was a rave someone else went to. I don't even know this person. Someone else came onto the Zoom and they're like, were you guys talking about a rave? Huh. Like, oh yeah, then whatever. And she's like, "Were you? Was it you at the rave, Joey?" And I was like, "No." And that you would even think I'm a rave person is disgusting to me. Uh. And I had to go so far the other way, right. where she was like, "I actually like raves." Yeah, and I was like, "Um, actually, uh, me too, me too." <laughs> Give me a neon little glow stick. I want to have it in my butt stick. But it is good that you can skip that at the end. Well, that's what with. 21 22 where there's like it's a in the middle yeah you're like you just God. Gotta, you're just like yeah the song's 45 seconds long because i put it in you put it in i put i'll i'll spin this little wax as they say mm-hmm. and you're like i do see myself in you and i put <laughs> i'll put it on it of gathering gathering mm-hmm. knowing that everyone's gonna turn and look at me when they get to the part where it's like mm-hmm. 
yeah for a minute straight and then it goes back into the cool rock song mm-hmm. and they're like <laughs> you're into some weird stuff are you okay and it's like but it's not weird it's just fun okay it's not weird it's not weird like it's yeah yeah it's weird but you liked it a second ago i know you did it's the same band it's just like a little section of a little part of a little song and it's not it, it's not weird it doesn't mean that i'm weird I'm not a weird wacko freak. Like it's it's think just I am. something you got to think about. But you, just listen no, to your you music. Did. Yeah. Anyway, I like Undoer. It's great. Uh, it's like I, when you're figuring out what CDs to put in your parents' car, and you're like, "Can uh, I get away with that they say an F word in this song? It's quick. <laughs> yeah. It you can't really hear it, and I can talk over it every time it comes on. When yeah. I know that lines come up, I'm like. Did you go to the bank today? <laughs> They're like, no, I don't. I, I online bank now. You know that. <laughs> Why do you say that every time we listen to this? Was like last week. Steve Martin's. <laughs> he's like, I want to get small, <laughs> and I'm like, I want to go to the gym <laughs> to cover it. My mom's like, you are thirty. Get out of the car. Dirty thirty. Anyways, did you hear about the Crusades? Crazy stuff. Day I was born, my mama told me. <laughs> Let's re-record some of our stuff. <laughs> yeah, we could do it like this. Day I was born. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. What? The devil hides in the Father Walter, kiss me back How do you remember these lyrics? And I will take your Practice. side every time. What do you think about this song? I love this song. Farther down. I like this song. It's about the Crusades. I don't know what he want. What don't you understand? I like this song. Is you think he's a student of history, dear boy? <laughs> I think he's the type of guy that reads books. Do you think he reads these books, or he's just like, I need some. I need some words for this song. I need something like... What about the Crusades? I'll look up Belgrade and Sweet Nicaea. <laughs> I'll bring y'all down. So, there's yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. It took me about 
three months to read a book mm-hmm. just recently. So, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Cause there are some bands like me without you where I'm like, oh, this guy's well read. And then mm-hmm. some bands I listen to where I go, I think they're looking these words up. I think they needs, they want some weird, it could, uh, be. like thesaurus stuff. Sure. To fill some, fill some spaces and make it sound interesting. Yeah, it could be. And I like it, but I'm like, I don't know if they're, are they actually reading these words and like keeping them in their head? Right. Or they're like, I need to write a song about. Well, I think it's probably like, what was that thing I read about the Crusades where the guy was in, what was that place called? And then you look it up. Mm-hmm. You're like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a- man, when I was 20, I wasn't reading about the Crusades, okay? I was no. trying to figure out how to get that centerfold unstuck. That's right. <laughs> I was reading the little articles at the back <laughs> of the penthouse. <laughs> So, anywho, I like this song. This was, at, though, my first maybe one. No, actually, you know what? I was smarter when I was 20. That's true. So, I probably would have been writing stuff like this, too. Yeah. yeah. What do you think it is? You know, um, the snow in um, The Wizard of Oz is actually 100% asbestos. I probably screwed their brains up. You may yeah. have had something like that happen. That could be. You're 20, you're smart, then you do a scene with snow, it's 100% asbestos. And they put paint you with the green paint, which is actually poisonous, and then you become stupid. Yeah, so could be something like you. that. Yeah. So something to think about. Uh, when I was listening to this album, I think I got maybe this far the first time, and I was sort of I thought the album was almost over because <laughs> so much had happened. Yeah, and so I had to stop because I was like, "There's too much shit to There's listen a lot to." Going on. And so the first maybe three times because I would restart it. I have that thing with, with some albums where I try to get through it, and it's like I always want to start from the beginning. Yeah. I don't want to get to the point where I'm like, well, later I'll just start halfway through. Right. And then so like I will always, the last half of the album, sometimes I don't make it all the way, and later yeah. I'll finally get to it. I'm like, hey, these songs are good. Yeah. But the, I had that with this album where I was like, I need to start from the beginning and again, a big dinner, but then, and I could just only make it so far where I'm like, this album's not that long, but there's just so much going on. It's like it it's feels... like being in a car crash. <laughs> Where there's so much happening in such a short amount of time that you have to process. Yeah. It's like wearing me out. So I'm like, yeah. at this point, I'm like, there, there's a lot packed into this album. And it's I can't take it all in. What are there, three more songs? Oh. So I could have four. just powered through. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like maybe four. No, there's like five. Oh, okay, five. Well, uh, I will say, I think the... So that, I, mm-hmm. The album is a little front-loaded, I will say. I think the best stuff is on the the A side. Mm-hmm. There's great stuff on the B side. I just think once you do, I I feel that too. Once once you get past Undoer, you're kind of like, that's such a behemoth of a song, and we've gone through so many things, sounds, and yeah, and and movements. Mm-hmm. Um. That by this one you're kind of like, oh yeah, okay, back to a regular kind of song now again mm-hmm. too, because this one does kind of have the feel again, just like a little. But like this one doesn't really stick with me because there's already been so much going on. Yeah, that even with songs after this, where I'm like, I don't really know what this song is, but then it'll get to that part where I'm like, oh, that I remember yeah. this part of the song, but the whole thing isn't sticking for me. Like when I listen to some albums and I'm like. 
Yeah. Front to back, I know the song. And obviously, I just have listened to this sure. for the last couple weeks on and off. Yeah, of course. And so thought we'd cover it. We didn't. We took a break off. Landon says, I got to get some rest. I'm like, okay. So then we don't cover it. Then I go back and listen to it. So I've had some more time to listen to it. But they're just not sticking because you're like, there's so much going on in each song that's hard to distinguish all of them from one another. And I'm like, is that a problem? I think, can there be, because there are albums that I listen to where I'm like, they're doing this sort of thing where I'm Mm -hmm. like, there's so much they're throwing in every song that I, I'm not picking out like, this is a really great one song. Yeah. I think that, well, I think a couple things. I think, one, you put uh, I See Myself directly after Undoer. Mm-hmm. I think it has the same kind of novelty of going from the chaos at the end of Undoer right into yeah. the little kind of just chill vibe of that. I think that kind of resets things. Also, it's now you're only four tracks in with Undoer, mm-hmm. and then you get to the fifth song, which could and should be, I probably is actually a single where you're like, Oh yeah, this now we're back to like the, like we had the kind of weirder sort of fourth track, but now it's the kind of the radio ready sort of something I can sing along to. Then you go into crusades, which I think feels more in line with that. Mm -hmm. And then you can, I think that, I think it might just probably, Undoer, oh, Undoer actually closes out the A side. Yeah, which is cool on an album. But I like that it goes right into yeah. Like if they swap, swip, swip them twos. Yeah, you go from that to I see myself, and then Crusades opens the B side. I think that's a good still. I, I'd do that. Okay, <laughs> but I think the other thing is that this is their second album. I think they iron out these sort of tendencies to think? yeah to go a little too far mm-hmm. and they they even said some of their even their earlier stuff was like overproduced which was cool and they liked that but is like probably should have cut back on some stuff and i think they even feel that now that it's kind of cool to read those interviews and be like there's a young person who's gaining more and more self-awareness mm-hmm. not that we're old but i just mean well you know it's we can just say young person yeah. and still be talking about <laughs> other young people that's true but just to see an artist like gaining more and more self-awareness about mm-hmm. their artistry as they're as they're doing it and you know i think in their third or fourth album will be their most perfect best album but I, th- I love this one. I think I'm that's, not saying I don't. I just yeah, they'll iron out some of these. Uh, yeah, the tendency to go too far in one direction, maybe. Um, I think some there's with maybe I don't know heavier bands I listen to, like metal bands that are a little more chaotic. The thing I find cool about their later albums, I think, when they do it the right way, is then they find out like, oh, it's actually there's more dynamics here if we hold back yeah and there's tension Mm -hmm. and it's a little simpler 
and we build those things up instead of because then i'll have bands where it's like well we they can only go up from here like if they said well we can only go more into this right direction it would just be too much yeah so i think you're seeing that like and even on some of these songs that's why it is nice to pull back a little bit yeah and they'll do that more and obviously the next album's not gonna probably be this this theme or whatever yeah and it'll be interesting to see what that is what they yeah i'm excited so i i that's what i like about like you said this is their second album you can see where bands will, will mature and say we like that let's focus more on that for this song and then when you hit those those specific parts of a song they can hit harder yeah and it's not just weird all the time because then it can just be weird for weird sake all the time and there's nothing to hold on to yeah which i don't think is a problem here I just don't want the guys to go down that path. No, I think they, I think, I don't think they will. I really don't. I think geese have strong heads on their shoulders. So you think, yeah, well, they better because if not, they're going to fall off and then they're going to have gravity (laughs) blues. God, it really is kind of a bluesy song, isn't it? That's weird. Dang, they actually, that is actually true, isn't it? Deacon's head only plays it. Life's hard. I can't wait much longer for the clouds to break, for the clock to change. Ow! In the towers of a monster. Does the needle drop like this album? Huh? Does the needle drop like this album? Is that that little guy that doesn't like, like anything? <laughs> Probably. No. Scratch I guess we'll find out. Kind of Beatlesy, yeah. You get a lot of flavors with these geese, except for right now. He's shouting at you. Hey, wow. hey. It'd be a fun show to go to. Yeah, I don't. I think they also need to learn a little performance. Yeah, if you're gonna do this, some of the live stuff I see is well, some stuff is cool, but some of it, they're just kind of standing there doing this, and you're like. You're I'm gonna, gonna need do this. You're gonna need to do this. You're gonna need to do this. You can't be wearing a t- t-shirt with the wolf on it, ironically, <laughs> in sweatpants and pajama pants. I don't know, man. That's New York. I know. And that's it, these kids. And God, you know, God love them. They do what they want to do. You know, it's funny, but it is kind of that like, okay, aesthetically, we are dirt balls. This is what you sound like to me. And. Not really. Please don't be mad at me. I gotta find this. Do you like this song while we're yes. listening to it? Yeah, I like it too. It's, it's one of my favorites probably on the album. Wow. Which is when you said the front the front of the album is is great. But then you get to here and that's when I'm like, okay, I can like with yeah, Crusades, but- that's what I mean. I'm like, it just doesn't stick in my head. But we get to this, he's like, driving down a lonely road. I'm like, yeah, we are, aren't we? (laughs) 
interesting. Crusades sticks in my head much more than this song. I mean, I like this song too, but it's one of the lesser ones in my opinion. I just like that it kind of changes. Yeah, the it's sound a sound. I like it. I love it. I don't think this sticks in my head any more than Crusades. Just when I get to it, I'm like, I'm oh. in the pocket. Yeah, I like, I love it. I do. I just want to show you I this. I can't wait photo this because it's taken so long to get to. There's this band that I've been listening to their new album. Their band, their, the name of the band is Tomb Mold. And they were recently on Decibel's Decibel magazine cover. And this is the this is the picture that they that they used. And people are like so mad. For everyone listening to this, one guy's just wearing like a Resident Evil 2 shirt. Yeah. Some guy in the middle just has a mustache. Like they're just and people are like, you need to dress up if you're gonna be on a magazine <laughs> cover. And they're like, we're just dressing like our, this guy's got tiny shorts on. Yeah. And I think it's metal people that are like, you need to have respect for. It. And they're like, we just dressed like we dress. I think I it's kind of that yeah. where they're just like, I don't know. Yeah. What you want from us? <laughs> they're well, just like, we're just guys. Is this just a or not just? Uh, but this is a metal band. Yes. Isn't that their thing? They were. That's what I saw little, that and I was like, that looks like every band I've ever seen yeah, play this type look, of music. That looks normal to me. But they're so like everyone's mad. They're maybe the, oh. the could be this this it could be you know some uh, websites that need something. Sure. But they're like people on Twitter are mad about like and they're like, well, do you want us to dress like not ourselves? What? That's the thing with band. I'm like, yeah. I'm on their side with this, but like you're saying, it's like when you're on stage, it is weird when it's like someone shows up in sweatpants and you're like, do you want to be here? <laughs> I don't know. Because well, I've seen bands where I'm like, you look, you look bored or like, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's awkward. I, like, think, I get that too. Sure. You're in a band that doesn't necessarily mean you need to be like you're Freddie Mercury. Or yes. Something. But you should be. <laughs> you should be. No, but I think. And maybe it's in response to the fact that they went so hard in the cowboy route. But this album and tour that I assume they're embarking on, I mean, they are, but it just demands almost a sort of uniform mm -hmm. or something. And I'm sure they come out in a cowboy hat and then they take it off. <laughs> but I just, <laughs> the type of music you're playing feels more important than that's the thing when i like it feels more epic i guess when than, you go see a show like that you kind of want it to be the aesthetic to be all-encompassing yeah kind of, of like the show and what they're what they're wearing like do that because then it just seems like oh it kind of when you're listening to it you can imagine whatever you want yeah but then when you're just watching like four 20 year olds <laughs> Yeah, stand on stage kind of awkwardly doing it. It kind of takes away some of that mystique of what they're singing about. Yeah. With these types of lyrics and stuff. Yeah. And uh well and he he does have <clears throat> a kind of Freddie Mercury voice in a way of he has he has this kind of strange uh almost uh, ethereal he's got a he's got a presence. couple He's got a couple octaves in there. He's got He's range all the way down here. I just, I'd like to see him. And then he goes up to here. 
But no, he, he hits his falsetto and stuff. But the the live videos I've seen, he's just kind of standing behind a little keyboard, and then mm. sometimes he'll come out to the front and just kind of stand there and kind of sway back and forth. But it, the music is like we could be down, but it opens and but he's just kind of like and you're like you know do whatever you want i don't care well it sounds like you do it just would be cool if he was like standing on people's heads in the crowd yeah that would be awesome he got like if okay you say okay if everyone come to the show but bring your your mortar board what (laughs) that's what they call it right your graduation (laughs) cap everyone wear their graduation cap I will be standing on your heads as I walk out into the crowd. <laughs> Do something like that, maybe. You trying to see him on this tour? I've I looked. I can't remember if they're anywhere close. Chicago, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, I could do. Back room at Collectivo. They're playing at a coffee shop. I don't want to see a coffee show. I want a full show. But maybe it's like, you know, it could be a big space. Yeah, I they got so. a lot of locations we don't know that's true okay you're right you're right you're right i just i don't know maybe i'll go Ah, he's going a week from now (laughs) i'm like i got all the albums and they signed them for me i told him i'm the biggest fan hey (laughs) wouldn't that be mysterious love i want to hold on i'm gonna go actually back and listen to the beginning of crusades quick oh Oh, no yeah this one is that's what i mean like i can't it's like, great. What is Crusades? Since I was born. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, never mind. That's oh, a... everybody's been born bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. But folks. it does kind of, I mean, you go back to uh, 3D Country, it kind of sounds. And I'm going to do that just with. Right? And. Okay, so I'm kind of right. Well, and we were just singing uh, one of our comedy songs over the top yeah. of Crusades. Yeah, isn't that mysterious, love? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Another single. I thought this was the end of the album because the way it sounds. Yeah, it kind of sounds like an end. It's kind of like. Thanks for coming out. Some great bass lines throughout this album. I will be the airbag. Excuse me? Oh. Woo! (laughs) 
Yeah, just kind of doing some fun Cool song. Yep. And go to the end, will you? Yeah. Play it through to the end. Please. Alright. This is how you end the set. Live. Yeah. He walks off. Someone else walks off. To, and I won't say, but 19 little hits at the end. I just counted them. Wow. Right because I read that they just in practice did it for like two minutes straight because I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then they recorded one that was like a minute and the their producer, record company or producer, someone was like, I know we said, because they kind of they said in some other thing where they're like, we went with, I think it's partisan mm -hmm. uh, because they basically said we can do whatever we want and whatever we need, they'll get for us. So that, and they seem like the, the least like bullshitty mm -hmm. of all of the record companies that came after them after their big album. The projectors, they're the big single that came mm. out that apparently everyone heard but me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so they said, can we please, I know we said you can do whatever, but just don't do that. Can we please cut it back? So they had to fight for just having 20 <laughs> or whatever, 19 it was. Yeah, that's just kind of funny. That's the stuff that... Uh, I like to know about. <laughs> and it is funny to do. It is funny to do. It reminds me of a time we were working on something and I did something for a long time in a scene. We were acting with someone and I <laughs> right. did something for a long time. And just in the middle of the scene, he said, are you done yet? I'm like, let me do the shit. We're here. We're all here to do this. After we say cut, you can tell me you don't like it. Right. Just don't ruin the don't scene. Don't ruin the scene. Are we really doing this? Because you got to get to your line. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Anyways, good guy. So <laughs> and it was funny. That's the problem. What you were doing. But then it makes it seem annoying if I tried to like. Well, okay, we have to do it again. Right now, and now it's to gonna be really annoying. <laughs> we could have just done it the once. <laughs> but yeah. that's what happens, and now we live in Hollywood. So, yep. You know what do I know? I like this song, "Mysterious Love." Good song, huh? Some people are on the bottom bomb. Some people are This is one of those where even more than the last couple, it seems like the words are there just to fit um, the sound he's making. It's about the music. It's about the instrumentation of the voice. Because I don't know what he's saying, and I don't care. Some people are alone forever. Yep, that's what I got that. Oh. <laughs> no, thanks. You're Captain Obvious. 
<laughs> it's Captain Beefheart to you. Sorry. Did someone say Beefheart? <laughs> your familiar eyes, I know what they cost. Born into the sea, swimming on your own, between giant fires, singing for the long gone. I mean, just reading it, mm-hmm. it sounds insane. Yeah. But then when you listen to this. I love it. It's just, he's just, he's, cool. his eyes are rolled back in his head and he's floating above his bed. It's funny. I'll, there's so many annotations on this stupid fucking website. <laughs> Geese.org. Don't read those. I know. People are just, it's just funny because philosophizing. It's like based on nothing. And it's like, if you ask him, he's probably like, uh, yeah, I just thought it sounded cool. Yeah. Cause that's what, that's where they're at. That's fine, you know. I think he said his favorite lyric, or one of his favorite lyrics, was that line about falling in love with a tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. I laughed when I first. Yeah, it's uh, funny. Actually, heard what he said. Yeah, I was just like, because they they're just doing. It's like kind of cowboys, but like it's also not. I think that's what they're trying. Like, don't take it so seriously. Yeah, just listen to the song. I mean, there is a way. I mean, I went to college. You can write a paper about anything and make mm-hmm. it seem real yeah you you, could say that this is the sort of the last great american rock album that deconstructs the myth of the american hero and uh looks at the barren wasteland of the Mm -hmm. the american uh well frankly the west the western hemisphere Mm -hmm. as uh earth itself boils alive sure three pages single space turn that in on monday you got yourself a b plus at the least right not for me i usually get it at the least a minus you could also make a poem about a, a about you know fall in the shape of a leaf <laughs> <laughs> so i just spit so much <laughs> but those are those things where it's like used it, it's sort of like neither I don't know. It's the same thing. We're just saying it differently. It's like you say tomato. I say domoto. <laughs> this is where I'm also sort of like, is the album not done yet? <laughs> not yet. But the problem is, I love this song. This is one of my favorites on the album. Yeah. I love this song. 
all the songs are pretty good. Yeah. Hard to pick. This one does feel like the most like a, well, I want to write about a person at the end of their life. Yeah. This is, I can like kind of follow the lyrics yeah. of. And it feels even thematically like the cor- when it building up to the chorus and it kind of does feel like a sort of kind of epic sentimental cowboy song <laughs> in a way. Yeah. You can do that. That's fine. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen did Western Stars. I, the guy, yeah, 80 year old multi millionaire, and he's like, on a train headed to Colorado, I put my ass in the snow. <laughs> like, had a beef burrito, <laughs> put my ass in the snow. <laughs> yeah, I love ass in the snow. Yeah. So I like this song. I love this song. When it builds, I'm kind of like, that could be a single, but the rest of it's just too weird for for mainstream audiences. I fear they would shun them. The mainstream audience would weep <laughs> in a corner. They would have no idea what to do. It'd yeah, be, it is so sad. It'd be akin days. to uh, Air Zeller and Sound mm, of Music. Yes. And then yes. you would not. And I'm, never, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm, not, I'm really not sure. It'd be akin to. It'd be akin to. It'd be akin to, uh, what is it, T- Tout mm-hmm. in Raiders when his face melts? Yeah. It'd be kind of like that. It'd be kind of like that. It'd be kind of like hearing Tout, that Christopher Tout. Plummer actually was not originally in the film. It was Kevin Spacey. And you're saying they actually replaced him with this guy afterwards. Tote. Mm. Totes. Or it'd be like Totes Magoats from yeah. probably Encino Man. Right. Sounds like some kind of bullshit they'd pull in that movie. Or like Knuckles. Yeah. Do you want me to? Oh. Awkward turtle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's the sort of stuff that you just want to die. Yeah. It would just make you so uncomfortable. All right. We can't. This is not the show to do this crap on. It kind of is becoming that, though. You think Geese is going to listen to this and they're not going to think we're. They're going to be like, wait a minute. These guys are actually kind of these cool. These guys are flipping millennials. millennials. For millennials, these guys are cool. <laughs> they could be part of tomorrow's crusades. Holy crap. Oh, sorry. <laughs> not supposed to speak. Landon told me not to speak. Don't speak, don't speak, don't speak. What? I was about to say this was the last song on the album. It's not. Oh, uh, no. What's, what is interesting, though, and I haven't even really put this together until listening to it now. The last half is the country stuff. The front half is the prog rock sort of punk, punk, post-punk prog. I played a Rush pinball machine. <laughs> but like all of these have the, I think even more so than the other stuff, the... The, the, the feel of a more of a cowboy country style. And everyone's got their little fiddles out. Yeah. They're sitting around the campfire. I like this part. I love this song. Turn it up. See, there are these still these moments of...
I don't think that's what he's saying. <laughs> That's what I'm getting on my end, too. Finding the way out, looking for your ass, crawling <laughs> on my hands and knees, nobody breathe. Uh, maybe it is, man. Maybe it is. Not I'm not sure. Guys, hey. Shell Silverstein. Okay. Let's go right to the source. Yeah. But anyway, I, I like this song a lot, too. I mean, God. Mm -hmm. They can't miss, can they? They really can't. He's getting the lyrics out. Oh, uh, speaking of Demoto. Mm -hmm. Uh, they gonna, said... I'm going to ask that you handle that <laughs> a little more carefully. Than that. Uh, they said, uh, Demoto, that's just the random gibberish that they titled the demo track. Okay. It means nothing. It's, so they're they weird. just didn't come up with anything else. So they're weird, guys. Sure. Yeah, finding the way out, looking for your ass, crawling on my hands and knees, nobody breathe. Okay. That's what they're... I'm not mad at the guy. Uh, let's see here. It just doesn't sound like that's what... This is the end of the song. Yeah, let's... Frantically searching for the skip ahead button. <laughs> I don't know where on my record player the skip ahead button is. A giant, I have a giant turkey leg that I'm trying to eat just as quietly as possible, just making yourself minute in the corner. Am I just all mm -hmm. as he's becoming the Joker before their very ears? <laughs> Why are you don't proud? Don't, don't, do 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 wipe wipe out. So good song. What do I say about this? At this point, good song. I mean, it. I think we're we're at the point. Yes, where all of these songs are good. I think for one reason or another. I think I think it is just maybe we need to spread some of these out a little more, mm -hmm. mix them up a little bit. You got. I love starting the song with twenty one twenty two. Or it's starting the album that way. It's only 11. I'm like, do you need less songs? But I feel like it's it's not a huge album. No. It's not. It's 44 minutes. I mean, I feel like whenever I see an album with 10 songs. I'm mad. I want the 11. Yeah. I feel, I feel ripped off with mm -hmm. only 10. I'm not mad at having all these songs. It, but I do. I Every time I listen to it, I do. By the end, I feel you just, you feel the weight of what you've been through. Mm-hmm. 
You've been through a lot. You're like a cowboy in the desert on psychedelics. Man, if you put it like that, I hate you. But hi, everybody. I'm going to heaven. That's right. I'm going to become Saint Elmo. <laughs> this is sort of leading in seamlessly from tomorrow's crusade. That, of course. Now I'm like, this has to be the last song. Because he's making his way out of town. His pants are soggy. His pants are soggy. His pants are soggy. From all the water that's Sitting. in the desert. Okay, turn it up. Please. Come on! Some stories have a sad end. Some sad stories have no fucking point. Okay, come on. You have to do that. I skipped the last song because it's weird at the end. Now I have to skip this whole song. Great chorus. Okay. Omala. What is that? Omala is a female personification of Earth of Indian origin. The closing chorus can be read both as a profession of love to both a girl met during a chaotic time or to Mother Earth as the world burns. While the singer doesn't know how to fix the world around him, he'll say what he needs to comfort his love and himself. And then we kind of make our way out of the song. As the as the song gets less and less, we fade out, and our time with Landon's pick, ooh, of geese come to a close for now. The geese fly the coop. Will we revisit them? Maybe a new album will come out as we do this show. Could be. Maybe he maybe he goes. I like projectors, and we go back and listen to that. I at do some like point. projectors, not as much as this. Of so course. who knows what could happen. And if only he were here to tell us. But that was St. Elmo. I think that's a good closing song. Like it I is. said, I've heard about three, four closing songs. <laughs> they all feel... I mean, I think every single song on this album could be a closer. Some like, stories have a sad end. Some sad stories have no point. He's got some good gems of... Some, yeah. some of the... like what, What's the thing he said on the last song? That even is just like... That's a... Uh, was it on tomorrow's crusade? The very last line. 
we've we've really gone and done it this time. Just little turns of phrases that you wouldn't really think of just putting in the song like that. Yeah. Just interesting. I mean, I, that's I, it. Yeah, I like I like this chorus of the in the fire we'll get together locking eyes like lonely dancers in the fire when war is over make believe i know the answers Mm -hmm. that's just i like that it's the sort of masculine bravado of the sort of american male hero Mm -hmm. it's like yeah uh when 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 the war is over and the fighting's done, I'll I'll be able to take care of you. But you don't actually know how. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, you could get down and dirty with the old boys. That is to say, dig deep into these lyrics like we usually do. Right. But I feel like the music speaks for itself. And like you've said, uh, I think you'd be sort of missing the point if you dig into these lyrics too much. I think so. <laughs> like, I think there is substance there to be mined if you want to. Yeah. I think we could, there's a world in which we spend. We simply can't. Of course not. But we could have spent three hours like we did with me without you. Mm-hmm. Looking at every line, like, huh, I wonder if this means uh, God is real. Right. We could do that. I think there is substance here to do that. But also, I think yes. it's just fun. It's not to diminish and say his the lyrics are nothing. No, there's a lot of good stuff here. But there is a there is a point. There's a bit of it that is. It's the sound. It's the it's sound. The, it's it's a good rock. Yeah. Album. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like this album a lot. Oh, one other thing that was interesting. The cover is partially AI art. Partially. Yeah. Give me that. Which I I read that at least the lead singer and... uh, Definitely the cowboy hat. Lyricist is... Does kind of already regret that decision as well. Well, judging from um, there was a there's a band that I listened to that put out a little 10 second teaser of a music video for their new single that mm-hmm. they're putting out, and it's AI generated, mm-hmm. and they had to put out an apology. <laughs> People get mad about People that. People were pissed off, and they put out an apology, and everyone's like, "Hmm, doubling down," and they're like, "We kind of thought the song maybe like reflects the like what AI <laughs> art is," and, yeah, and so. Whatever, I mean, who who knows if that's PR or right. what, but it is interesting that people are like, hmm, not a good look that you are now like doing a backhanded apology. And they're like, hey, and they're commenting on everything like, we're happy to learn about this thing, but like we worked with this artist that does this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just well, it, weird. Yeah, it is interesting. And I think that like their idea with this was... But it is we it's we it's a nonsensical cover. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's like sort of the apocalypse look if you want yeah. to take that literally, but like his body's well, weird. They but add, it's a cowboy hat. They added the mushroom cloud. They cleaned Thanks. It, they clean they cleaned up some of the AI artifacting, mm-hmm. but obviously left a lot of it too. The weird stuff. Because that's the point. Mm-hmm. And then they added uh, an artist uh add the so it's kinda like a mural. No, it's kind of like a mirror. No, it's kind of like a collage almost. We could say collage. I'd probably say mural. I'd probably be wrong. But 
whatever. Yeah, it seems like they probably regret that. I but... mean, the back is definitely AI, right? Yeah, yeah it sure looks like it, Hoss. I from a distance, like when I when I just saw the this on my phone, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool painting. Yeah. From a distance, it looks, and that's the trouble with AI art. Well, and we don't need to get into that here, that. But, but I can see, you know, they, they go, oh, this is a cool kind of niche thing at, at some, at some very small point in time, it was sort of like, yeah, oh, we can make a weird photo with this. And yeah. now you're seeing everyone being like, uh, it's kind of maybe even overdone already somehow. Yeah. And then there's also the aspect of like, is that really what we want for this album? Forever right. is like this AI generated right thing that we typed in on a, and of course you know it takes away uh, yes permissions an artist an artist could have done this yes but they at, didn't. you know at the same time I think there is also an, an argument to be made that the point of it is the sort of uh, what is art well it's the artificial and the whole thing is founded on mm. these young city New York. Mm hippie types artsy fartsy play my little instrument mm. god damn it mm. doing country deconstructing mm. the american mythos we used a computer to make country <laughs> on the art you could say the the naturalistic meeting the artificial it's all sort of in in line with with the album's concept I, I could buy that. Hey, whatever. If I hate the band, I'll be mad about it. <laughs> but if I, I like them. There's if, something, uh, yes, there's something there that's like, uh, well, you know, who knows exactly what it went into their thinking. Sure. And how big of a deal is it? And also, I'm about to use AR art. Yeah, for, to do a whole thing. To so. do a whole animation because no one will return an email. So. Yeah. There is, you know, there are pros and cons. I'm not actually, but well, it crossed my mind. Yeah. Because sometimes you can't hire an artist because they won't return your, your email. And then you're like, okay, well. That's true. It's like Marvel with that Secret Invasion opening title. It's weird. It's crazy that no one would get back to them. With like when they yeah. emailed people. Like, they hey, want to do this thing for Marvel. Yeah. Just nothing. They're like, no. well. And, you know, initially you get like a week later, you get an email like, hey, sorry, I had the flu. Mm-hmm. I just didn't read this. I was like, you didn't read your email when you, you had just the flu? laying in bed all day. You were on your phone the whole time. I know you were. I've mm-hmm. had the flu. I saw your thing on Instagram. It said you were online almost 24-7 for the past week. The little green dot. I think you probably could have made Secret Invasion title credits. Active 10 minutes ago. That's weird because I actively sent you an email three days ago. Huh, whatever. You could have worked for Marvel, but instead we told Doll E <laughs> make Black Panther <laughs> turn into Iron Man or yeah. whatever. Sure. It's just uh yeah, I don't know. I, I imagine we're only going to see more of it. So I don't know if And it will be hidden better. People yeah. just won't even disclose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is I think we just have to move into reality with where that is the reality. Mm-hmm. I think if you see that it says like art does or like layout by Richard Bachman, you'd probably be like, that kind of sounds like a pseudonym. Like, <laughs> like one I've heard before. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
Geese, 3D Country. Mm. Good album. I like it a lot. I give it an eight. Me too. Okay. Wow. So that was Geese with 3D Country. Nice. And I give it an eight. <laughs> so what? I got to pick something now. Yeah, this has been hard. I've gone through several different options and I kind of said, well, what am I doing here? I think I'm going to do something that sort of reminds me of this. Um, but that's about it. Um, it's a band I've listened to for a long time. So unlike this one, um, and I had a hard time thinking of which album because they've got, oh, uh, let's see here. Probably five albums or so, five or six albums. And then they've been on hiatus essentially for the past 20 years. They do shows all the time, but they haven't put out any new music. And it just takes, this is not as much nostalgia for me like Death Cab, but it does go back. I think it sets up maybe what I'm, why I'm interested in what I'm interested in. So we're going to do that. It's also part one of a two-part album series. It was a, it was a two-parter, but they are each their own thing. Oh. So I'm going to go with, uh, and people might be mad about which album I picked because of that, but you picked part two. don't care. Uh, so going I'm going to show you something here. <laughs> I've already shown you, but I'm going to pick System of a Down. Wow. Which people know for one of their songs, but I think there's a lot more there that is going to be fun to talk about. I'm picking part one of their two album series, Mesmerize slash Hypnotize, 2005's Mesmerize, which is a picture of a big old lady's face with a clock on it. That's it. Um, where Does basically Chop Suey on it? No. <laughs> Oh, it has BYOB. Yes. yes. They're, with this, they're about to pulverize the mainstream <laughs> with hypercharged expletive soak tantrums. Whoa. Expletive soak. So, hey, if you're playing this in class. <laughs> I'm I, So I can't play this for my in-laws? This is one you might not be able to, even though I think I did maybe try to sneak this one into my car. Oh, here's a clean version. You can listen to that one. Okay, cool. So, yes, 2005, System of a Down. Mesmerize, not hypnotize. Okay. I get confused about which is which sometimes. But not you hypnotize. won't make the same. This is the one with Biob on it. Hypnotize has... No, it doesn't either. No, that's on toxicity is what you're Oh, that's for, right. Which is the first one that I got into them with. And I really thought about doing that one. But that's the one. there's a reason I picked this one. Okay. And there's a lot of albums for us to get through. So who knows? Maybe we'll touch on that sometime. Unless you Don't can't touch, come here. No. Is that all you people need? Are you happy now? Geese is probably like he picked what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of the guys in Geese said he listened to an, a new album every day, so he listened to 365 albums. Wow! And I was like, God, I could. Why don't I try to do that? I could do that. I've listened to. I try to listen to a new album at least once a week. Yeah, I feel like I don't do that. But sometimes you just got to go back to what you like, which is most of the time. Yeah. I mean, what am I supposed to do here? Well, anyway. Okay. System of a Down, Mesmer. I'm I'm excited. Okay. Because they have kind of of a... uh, They kind of remind me of this band. Yeah. A lot. I can see that. And I feel like they have something of a... Because they did break into the mainstream. Mm -hmm. But what I like about this band is what I like about them. So we'll... I think we'll get into that. They broke into the mainstream. They're a huge band, like Mm -hmm. I said, other than two songs they put out a couple years ago. Nothing. Mm. 
And so I've really, I, this is all I have to listen to this. I've had to go back and listen to the like stuff from at does this search point, not do his almost own twenty stuff? years ago. He does, and the other guy does his own stuff. Uh, but basically, they've but, they've said neither of them can like figure out how to do. They've said like we both can't agree on you know a sound for the band anymore. Like he wants to do this mean? stuff, the other guy wants to do his stuff. All right. And then they put out two new songs, which are pretty good. So I don't understand what I, we'll we'll have to do that sure, next of album. Course. This we'll, is geese. Yeah, we'll talk about that next. We'll week. see you next week, and we hope that I can't do. What I'm about <laughs> to say, uh, bye, bye. Each week we listen to an album. Here's our mind. Just know it's gonna take about three hours of your time to hear us complain or praise each other's taste. But no matter what, at the end of the day, we're just best friends who love. Different